Well, I think I sunk a soul. I thought about thinking. Yeah, I think I sunk a soul. I thought about thinking. Well, I think I sunk a soul. I thought about thinking. Well, I think I sunk I think something. Man, that's a good country bit right there. Are you mocking me, Ben? Nah, I'm just loving it. I love the. It's the Cheap Thought Podcast. Yeah. It's another episode. Check it out. Yeah. <sighs> We're going to be talking about some fun stuff. I've got some fun stuff. I don't know what you got today, man. Um, I didn't I just, talk to you. I talked to you this I week, but I didn't talk to you bit. about what we're going to talk about. No, I don't. You didn't bring up it. No, but I just wanted to know that I did complete the challenge. No alcohol. Yeah, yeah. In between it's, it's these, it's pretty podcasts. easy to give up uh, a it, glass it of uh, the occasional glass casual, of red wine, wine yep. that I have, and so yep, yeah, that's good. I feel like I should have one now. I'm saying cheers. We're with gonna you. have another challenge at the end of this podcast. We will. Yeah. We'll save it to the last. Save it to the end. To the end, not yeah. the last. To the last? Hopefully it's not the last. To the Someone end. told me, they said, if you do 12 podcasts, usually people give up. They're done. 11. Maybe it's 11. There's something about the number. I don't know. I don't know. I'm an, I could I'm talk for three. Guy. We could do four podcasts in a row, chop them all up. That's what you get. But we're not going to do that to them. No. No. But anyway. All right. I was... Uh, I was coming home today on my way home, and I was thinking about, man, what uh, what would be interesting to talk about? Because I was talking to a friend of mine about different fast foods and different fast food menus and what we used to order and what we liked when uh, you know we were younger, what we liked growing up. You know, you start out usually on McDonald's. That's our generation. And then, um, you know, you move your way up because uh, you don't have any money. It's Taco Bell and Jack in the Box and... Anyway, when you're young. But then I started thinking about all the fast food chains that we have in the United States, and it is unbelievable. <laughs> we got Dairy Queen because we're down south. And I'm just going to run through some Burger King, of course, McDonald's. Whataburger. Now, if you're up north and you're listening to this, Whataburger, that's got to be, that's got to be the best fast food chain. There One is. of the top. Top three, for sure. Top three. Okay, well, you can tell the, the that in a minute, but don't say it yet. All right. Well, you can tell your your best. Wendy's, Jack in the Box. Wait, down here we have Wienerstitz. So Crystal, White Castle. Um, then I was thinking about the chicken places. You got the Golden Chick, KFC, Churches, Popeyes, Taco Bell, Taco Cabana. Was that considered fast food? Kind of, yes, sort of. I believe so. We used to have one here in Corpus Christi, not anymore. Then when you get to the pizza, if there's anything I miss, Ben, I want you to correct me here in a minute. So... Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Little Caesars, Chuck E. Cheese. There used to be a showbiz pizza. We have Peter Piper's down here. You have. Yeah, but I'm not going to put Chuck E. Cheese or uh, or Shoney's inside the fast Shoot. food market. No, oh, because yeah. that's so, uh, a party place. Okay, okay. So I say okay, scratch. Okay, okay. scratch. You're wrong. Uh, okay. And I think most okay, of our uh, our listeners are going to the sandwich shops. So you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't put Jason's Deli in one of the fast food shops. It's yes, it's I think so. I think it's right up there with the. Uh, with the uh, Jimmy Subways, John's, Subways, yeah, Blimpy, yep, Firehouse Subs, mm-hmm. anything else? Yeah, there's there's a bunch. Uh, I didn't come prepared, but uh, yeah, okay. And then you got you used to have Captain D's, Long John Silver's. The then the, you have like the Chipotle's. You have the Freebirds. Yeah, yeah. Freebirds, I think started. It may have started in Austin or College Station. I like Freebirds, but I like Chipotle. I think you get a little more variety. But um, if you're a corporate rep doing marketing for uh, either one, and you'd like us to plug your show, well, one of my favorite one of my favorite fast foods would be Five Guys because Five Guys, I love and that's fast. But it's hamburgers. Yeah. It's so do hamburgers. you include Fuddruckers as fast food? No, because I think that's more of a dining establishment. You don't go to uh, um, Fuddruckers to get it to go. Most people get it to sit down and eat. I think Five Guys, yeah, it's like McDonald's where you can go there, order. I, they don't have a drive-thru, so you could possibly take it off the fast food. 
but I still see just as many people get it to take out as they do sit down and eat the times that I do go. And the reason why I love Five Guys, because the burgers are thicker, um, they taste really good, and then the French fries, they remind me of Boardwalk fries, and that's something we have out east um, on the Boardwalk. We have out east. You live in South Texas. No. Yeah, I do now. You had that. But on the you coast there, have, where like, you actually had a boardwalk, you'd go and visit some. <laughs> yeah, the the hey, boardwalk. I didn't think fries. about that Coney Island, the James Coney Island hot dog place. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Wiener Schnitzel because that's kind of a popular. I don't know what they have all of Northeast. I seen the old what's the old cowboy Roy Rogers burgers. I used to see those up. Mm-hmm. up north. And then I don't believe you mentioned White Castle. I did mention White Castle. Did you? And hey, okay. I was doing a game show with some friends the other night. A game show. A game. You're in a game show? I was Which on a one? game show. Well, this is a show, and we were playing a game. We had some friends at home. Okay, nice. We were playing a game. Nice. And I didn't know this, but uh-huh. some some town in Kansas, White Castle, became the first uh, franchise or or fast food chain restaurant in the United States. Nice. In the United States. So, I didn't know that. But I'm not a fan of those slider burgers. I know, because you already took the too small, right? Yeah. I meant to bring yeah, it's more bread than you got me. I'm more of like a, I like, I'm a steak and potato kind of guy, but I, I like the meat. If you get a burger and it's mainly all bun, I'm thinking you're doing something wrong. So the reason just, I the reason I brought this up is because they, um, you know, I do, I, I do my research with economical things, and one of the biggest ways they could. Uh, um, they would do just a, a cheap way to determine how an economy was doing or if the cost of living is higher somewhere is by the Big Mac meal at McDonald's and what the cost of that Big Mac meal would cost. And, I mean, you could do it by any restaurant if that restaurant was in that area and in another area and do it do a comparison. Because I know being, when I used to travel to the Northeast, the those uh, McDonald combo meals were quite a bit more expensive than, uh, you know, down in small town Texas or Louisiana or, or wherever you go. So. But before we get keep on going with this, I wanted to, to make a note that if you ever heard of Whataburger or if you've been to Whataburger, the nice thing about Whataburger is it was founded here in Corpus Christi, Texas. Yes. And was. so I, that's one of the things I want to bring out is like that's something that we've actually been able to share with the, the world or the greater area about how great, you know, something – so great came out of this little town. And we have that Whataburger by the bay, which is my favorite. Yes. Because you can go nice. on the top, and you can look over the marina On the second the floor. Yes. Yep. On the second floor. Yeah. You can go outside go if outside. you fight, fight the birds, fight uh-huh. the seagulls. They yeah. will. So they get will your butt down Corpus here. Christi, Texas. Come visit us. Come to the Whataburger by the bay and oh, te- and look over the bay. Tell them Ben and uh, Brent uh, sent yeah. you down here. From the Cheap Thought Podcast. And they'll look at you like, what's the Cheap Thought Podcast? But the nice thing is, is the the onion rings at Whataburger is so delicious. And another thing I love about it is you can ask them to toast the buns. You can get them to grill the onions, grill the jalapenos. I love that about Whataburger. So that, you, you can have it your way, like Burger King? Yeah. Isn't Burger King closing like a ton of stores right now. Just about going out of business is what I heard. It's been looking like they've been downhill for the last decade, too. I remember when they had Whoppers for a dollar, 99 cents. I almost lived on those at one time. I was young. My body could handle it. I couldn't do it today. I don't think. Maybe. Maybe. Hey, uh, body is resilient, so. I love, I'm a hot dog guy, and and, you uh, are. What's your favorite kind of hot dog? <laughs> but I do not like a wiener schnitzel. No. Sonic. I forgot Sonic. You did. There's a lot that we we missed on yeah, this. That's list, why by I was going to ask you. You said, "Well, I didn't come prepared. Well, we didn't make a list." But I made a list. I got a list over here in front of me, Ben. Nice. You do. Fast I feel food like a places. All the places to avoid when you're on a diet. <laughs> nice. Now, the well, one uh, another thing I didn't hear you mention was. Uh, the chain from uh, uh, California, In-N-Out Burger. Because now we have yeah, them in I, San Antonio and yeah, Austin. And, when I lived in Austin, we had that mm-hmm. In-N-Out Burger. And there's another one from Austin that was over there. Um, I don't remember that one. But uh, but uh, maybe there was Perry's in Austin. Oh, Perry's is out of uh, Austin, yeah. Is that out of Austin? Mm-hmm. 
I believe so, yeah. Okay. I've been there. It was mediocre. One day we'll talk about all the barbecue places. We'll talk about the oh, big chain restaurant so places. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess next time we could narrow the uh, fast food to just, if it has a drive-thru, then it's considered fast food. If it doesn't have a drive-thru, then as much as we love it, we, we can't add and it. And that's Ben's definition. That's my definition. Of a fast, fast food. food. Yep. Oh, and by the way, Popeye's chicken is definitely number two up there. Number two. Yeah, oh, what is number one? Popeyes. I do too. Whataburger's number three, just because it's from Corpus Christi and it's awesome. Okay. It might take a little while. They're they're not as fast as most fast food restaurants. Uh-huh. Um, number one. I'll get back to you on that. Really? Come on. <laughs> if you have a top three fast food restaurant favorites, then uh, shoot us an email at. Thought 2023 at gmail.com. We'll look forward to hearing from you. If you're, like I said before, if you're a corporate marketing executive and uh, you'd like us to plug your uh, <laughs> your international chain, uh, you know, just get in touch with us. Uh, we, we can uh, work a deal. You know? <laughs> well, we need something to get this thing off the ground. We need to invest in better microphones. No, no, no. I think we're fine. Okay. You just got to keep the microphone close to your lips. And so, I yes, yeah, so, yes. So that's yeah. the one thing. I, I'm still learning, Ben. I'm still learning, man. Other than we that, took, it's uh, fine. we took three. We only took two and a half because uh, we showed up late that one time for the uh, podcast uh, learning, um, uh, the the fast learning school, fast learning classes they were holding, and and you know we did, I don't think we paid attention half the time. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. We're learning. We're learning. I'm learning. We'll get there. I was talking about the economy, and I'm gonna. This is. Can I lead this in? Do you mind if I do this? Are we done? No. Did you tell me what your number one fast food chain is? I don't. I don't have it. Well, yes, Whataburger. Whataburger is your. I just went with number one. Okay. I like Popeyes as number two. Yeah. And number three. I don't know. I I I really. If I'm cutting out, if I'm cutting out places. Oh, um. You know what? I'll get back to you on that one. Taco Cabana when it was here, but we in Corpus have so many. Um, private Tex-Mex and Mexican food restaurants. Taco Cabana, I think, just had a tough time surviving. Yeah, they can they can go to hell. Uh, <laughs> I like Taco you know Cabana. Now, would Torchies become? Would is that considered a fast food? Torchies? It is tacos. I don't know. No, no. I don't. Do they have a drive-through? That's what I'm trying. Maybe to some do. Just, some maybe do. some do. Some it's don't. a mystery. But I think Torchies would be my number one fast food. I love really? like every time I go up there. But maybe it's, it's not. It's not local. If it's not, we just bump it to Popeyes and then Whataburger. Yeah, Whataburger's number three because the spicy chicken from uh, Popeyes I just love. And then uh, churches I love. I love churches chicken. If I'm craving fried, I grew up on fried chicken. But churches is like I mean, ain't nothing like my grandma last. made, but I'm gonna tell you it's pretty good. <laughs> I haven't found a churches I like yet. Really? Yeah. Every location I've been to, it's just. I think we've had this. Coming. Yeah, I think so too. I, I was just like, I don't know. Three strikes in your. What about life. pizza places? Just, just curious. What, what's your favorite? I like Papa John's. Papa John's is good, but um, I have to say, I did work at uh, Pizza Hut. When I, I did was, too. When I was a teenager, I, I worked so at Pizza Hut. My pizzas that I made at Pizza Hut were, were the best, but the only one. the ones you made, not just. No, no, no. I guess uh, a large pan meat lovers pizza. But lately, I don't do that. Now, right now, I think if I have to go for anything, I'd go for a uh, like a like a st- stuffed crust. You can get that at uh, um, over here at uh, uh, Little Caesars, and then you get the heart attack, which is their uh, bacon butter. No, no, it's it's the garlic butter that you put over the whole pizza. I heard about a pretzel crust they have. Over yeah, here. it's okay. I like it. A lot of people don't. Because, I, don't I don't do it very often, but I like it. I, I think that the flavor is good. I do like the um, the the sea salt that they put around it, because mm-hmm. um, I like that chunk of uh, salt. I'm more of a savory person, so. But every time I I get that with somebody else, they're like, ah, I don't like it. But uh, personally, I like it. I, I like a good hand toss. Pizza Hut's probably not my favorite for hand toss. The pan and the thin are probably better choices for me mm-hmm. from Pizza Hut. But if a, a pizza place makes a, a really good hand-tossed crust, I think that's that's my favorite for the crust with mushrooms, Italian sausage, and onions. And that's it. 
Okay. And a good Parmesan cheese. But I think Marcos, I think they're my number one for pizza. Because Marcos? I, yeah, Marcos. I don't know if you've ever tried theirs. Is that something up north? No, it's here. We get it delivered. It's like the closest. Well, oh. Domino's is closer to us, but they're the ones that can deliver it the quickest. And it's like the best quality pizza that we usually get. I think we could go on and on. We could probably do a two-hour fast food podcast. Who's listening to that? Come on. Nobody <laughs> But I'm enjoying it. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. Well, I like it. it, it and see, that's what I want to jump to with, with talking about the economy and money is that in I, – I, we're seeing that. You mentioned that about Burger King. We're seeing that Burger King, they're struggling in places. McDonald's is struggling as well because the price of a combo meal doesn't fit the budget. It doesn't justify a poor community, poor part of the community no. as it once did. Mm-hmm. And things are changing and fast food places are becoming more of a, like a luxury dining out or you call and order it in. I don't know. I think it's actually, instead of being a budget friendly place, now it's just about here. Here's our, our cheap crap. Or not our cheap cheap yeah. crap. Uh, when I say cheap crap, I mean it's not cheap. It's just garbage cheap. Um, yeah, yeah. The food, the it's food not, itself. Yeah. It's not. Nobody ever went it's, to McDonald's because they like the cheeseburgers because yeah. it's the best. No, I'm not getting McDonald's it, delivered. It's, Maybe McDonald's. It's all about just being fast. But now they're bringing up the price, and even though it's fast, it's still not worth it. No, and yeah, now yeah, you're yeah, like, I'm gonna pay. You're paying this for the much. name. You're paying for the yeah. You're paying for the the emblem on the bag that you get and honestly if uh if there's a food truck on the way there i'd rather just wait and, and get food from a food truck because, so yes yes and that is what but it's of, not exactly fast though i have a friend i talk about stock market money with quite a bit and you know when he says he says man these food trucks are going to rise up they're going to put all these big national chains they're going to put a big hurting on them i don't know about putting them out of business they have a lot of money they're going to have to change the way Tactics. they do business, maybe change their whole menus yeah. in many many cases. But yeah, so many of them are going to struggle, and some may not even exist in ten years from now. I mean, um, that's crazy. I just hope we see more like food truck parks because we don't have any of those down here in Corpus. We have the food truck festival when it comes uh, once a year, and every time we have festivals, we have food trucks down there, downtown or wherever the festival is. But uh, well, I, moved, I, I wish we would have a food truck festival. I moved here from Austin, nice. and, and uh, yeah, food trucks were great everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I looked forward to trying different food truck tacos or whatever they had. You know? And the Cuban sandwiches. And the funny thing is, is uh, before like a uh, uh, Food Network, our, like I was a, a student of Food Network for many decades, and uh, when they started uh, bringing out on uh, broadcasting about food trucks on the quality ones, it started changing my opinion of them because I remember before then, like we'd call a food truck like a, a roach mobile. Yeah, like, yeah, was, the roach coach. Yeah, yeah roach that's coach. what we, yeah. it, it was because they would just garbage. pull up. It's like they pulled up to a manufacturer where they had they knew the lunch breaks uh-huh. and they waited on the the buzzer to go off and here they come. They yeah, locked to but the roach was, coach. But it was nasty food. <laughs> it, it was terrible. It, it was worse it was than like the fast food restaurants. Hamburgers. Yeah, and it was stuff garbage. You get, stuff you get at a convenience it, store out of the refrigerator. It, out of a vending machine. <laughs> it, it was that bad. <laughs> like you might as well just had a mobile vending machine and then you just push the button and it comes out. I mean, it was not good yeah, at all. It's still cheap to cook and make fresh food. And that's where I think that uh, food trailers can do so much better. They can charge a little bit less than the fast food places and you get a better quality of food and somebody's proud of what they do they enjoy i would love to do that or have my own um a link or chain of because i like food and i like to write written menus and and i love to cook so i mean i think it's great and i think many 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 other people love to do that and hey man it, it um it spreads the wealth and culture a lot faster in a community and a society when when you can get that out there hey we we cook it like this we do it like that and uh it's nice that and see the thing is is uh when i lived for a couple of years in toronto canada 
and you could go down like really within uh, a mile you could try so many different types of food like you could have chicken any like asian style you could have it mediterranean style you could have it like african style you could have it uh, north south or east or west europe style and that's one thing i really liked is if you try it with different or like you know south america or um the caribbean whatever so you could actually have the same like um the same chicken cooked so many different ways it's al- it's almost unrecognizable the different flavors you could possibly have and it's just amazing because it hits you in so many different ways where it's like this is so delicious but this is completely different tasting but it's also so delicious true yeah and so that's one thing i like about different cultures foods is uh, like i never get tired of it like i love trying different all, all the fusions too and the you fusions the- of them too that it may, it just brings elevates it to you, another I level i created a fusion the other day my wife had left some uh, rice mm-hmm. like fried rice from uh, chinese food that she had ordered okay and then we had uh, our friends brought some uh, food from some um, a mexican local restaurant here okay and we had leftovers uh-huh. And I threw some of that on top of the fried rice. And I didn't realize, I thought that was rice from the Mexican restaurant. Uh-huh. And then so I put it on there, heat it up a little bit in the microwave. I throw it in my lunch pail to get to work. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had my own fusion. Nice. Fusion. <laughs> hey, I wanted to close this uh, on this little segment. Okay. Um, what's the name of that Indian restaurant in town? It's a small place. Uh, I'm the- terrible with names. I'm so sorry. Okay. But that's okay. I'm hoping to try that uh, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm hoping to try that in the next few days. And I will get back on that. That's a nice, I love a little place like that. When you find a little golden. Pavani Express. Pavani Express. When you find that little golden nugget in your town. Mm-hmm. And you can tell your friends about it. It's nothing special. But, boy, they just take pride in what they do. And you go over there and you enjoy some wonderful food, wonderful, wonderful um, ambiance, scenery, whatever they have. Sometimes the um, the place you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to eat here. But you try the food and you're like, man. And the people are wonderful and nice. And you want to go back because of the experience you had. And, um that's a little golden nugget you tell, told me about, Ben. I found a few others around town. We'll talk about those in the podcast right here in Corpus Christi, yeah, South I Texas. I definitely want to bring up Ginger Cafe. There's another one I haven't been to yet, Persis Indian Grill and Bar. I've been there. Yeah, you were telling me about it. It's nice. It's good. So there's Not a huge menu. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it is gigantic. You, you, you want to go back because you're like, I want to try all this, but I have to only try one thing. I can't try it. I mean, you could try three things, I guess, but, uh-huh. you know. But yeah, I mean it's good. It's it's, it's a nice place, yeah. And uh, they're eager to serve you. It's a, still a new restaurant. They're still trying to get. Well, when I was there, isn't that awesome? When you actually go to a restaurant and they're eager to give you service, man, man, it's night and day difference. <laughs> I don't know how many times I, I don't want to rant, and be negative about restaurants' experience because I'm big on customer service. And if I go somewhere and you get a lack of service, I don't know how much is just gnaws at me like why am i here because they don't care or they don't want to serve i'd rather go somewhere even if it's not what i'm craving or not what i want but i'd rather go somewhere that they actually care about their food care about their service and if they lack in any of those areas i'm like i just wasted my time I, and I, my if money. you go somewhere where to spend money and you feel like those people are judging you for whatever reason it's like it's like miserable being there. Mm-hmm. it's just like why why are you taking this tone with me What's wrong with you, people? What is wrong with you? Yeah. Like, what do you want? <laughs> it's like going in somewhere and it smells I, I would think you would be used to that in the Northeast. Oh, like, what do you want? <laughs> well, like, well, I came here to eat. <laughs> excuse, excuse me. I'm, I'm just trying to trying to get a little bit to eat. I've experienced that up there. And, 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 and it shocked me. I was like, wow. They're like, what do you want? And I said, uh. Well, I, um, I I just thought you were serving food in here, and just came in here thought I'd try to get me a bite to eat. <laughs> yeah, but in so, some of those places, it's like you need to step out of the line and you need to look at or decide what you want. 
there's some places where you need to be like but, uh, clear, loud, tell them exactly what you want, how they want to no hear There was no line. They closed in 10 minutes. Oh, they closed. And they did they not want minutes. any more customers. There you go. What do you want? They were hollering. And, and, and the guy, the way he said it, and then he looks at me and he goes, ah. And he, he knew I wasn't from around there. You know? mm-hmm. I, I've been on a dock and these guys are talking so fast. I'm like, hey, uh, where do I go to get a, a signature around here? They just, they just. Look at me like, that guy talks funny. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't say on this microphone, on this podcast, what they were saying. but <laughs> That's good. <laughs> About every other word was a four-letter word, and it was coming out pretty fast that you had to kind of listen a little bit to, to hear all of the, the, the words they were saying. <laughs> so you didn't miss any of them. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, you know, it's a special language, special dialect of English. Just the, the working man's language, that's all. The <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't forget your blue collar too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, I, that wraps up. I, I had to shift gears to get there. <laughs> that right. wraps up the fast food section with the little country. Yeehaw! Kicking it off on a cheap thought podcast. What you got, man? Yeehaw! Oh, all that, right. Now, when's the last time? Like, uh, what happens if the the peso gets to like ten pesos per dollar? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember the last time. But you brought up a great point about. The strength of the Mexican peso. Mm-hmm. Ben's wife is from Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, and so that's a concern. And, and some of your family travels uh, to and from. Um, and, uh, you know, exchanging dollars for pesos or dollars for whatever other currency. That's good for Mexico. Yeah, it's not really good for me if I go into Mexico. Then my dollar's worth less. Yeah, but it's been. I mean, you can buy less pesos. But seventeen's not that bad. But what happens if it gets down to a dollar is only worth ten pesos? Well, that just means Mexico's economy is strengthening. Or if it gets down to one peso per dollar, that means you're going to go shopping in Mexico less. Do you think in like five years it could be even? I th- didn't they open it even or like two to one when they changed no the idea. currency? Did they? In the eighties, I was going to Mexico. And it was about 3,800. It maybe even hit over 4,000 pesos on the old currency to one U.S. dollar. Yeah, but what if it's two pesos per one dollar? What happens if it goes the other way? That's good for Mexico, but it, that's bad great. for the United States. It'd be bad for traveling to Mexico for, you know, average blue-collar folk like ourselves. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, the power of the, the the power of the U.S. dollar has been having its problems. Why the government's been raising interest rates, and and they claim because of what other countries are doing with the BRICS and things that we're going to get a lot of that money coming back that to the U.S. and that's going to make the power of our dollar um, go down as well. I so just burn that do- those I, bills. I'm concerned. I mean, I have family on Social Security. Uh, if you know anyone retired, maybe they get a have their a retirement and Social Security. But I have, I know several people, even uh, my wife's uh, family, living on Social Security alone. Now this is it's effective. We work jobs; we can get a raise um, where we work, or change jobs, or you know do something. We're 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 still kind of young, Ben. Mm-hmm. But but if you're on a fixed income, this is where it's really tough because if you get a say you get a thousand a month. But now it only has that $500 buying power from where it once was. You know, it could only buy what uh, you could buy with that 1000 Now you can only buy about what, you, what $500 would buy before. And so that has to be really tough. I don't know how fast that's going to happen, but the way it looks, it looks like it's going to happen. It's happening pretty fast. Do you think that will keep families closer together so you'd see less people being able to... Uh, move away because it's it'd be um, better for families if they stay together so it's stronger because I, I think it would do the opposite you think it would be the opposite because if I can't help you uh-huh. um, I've got to go do something to help myself we all have to survive yeah but you would take care of your family before you take care you know more than anybody else so it'd be a family effort of taking care of the family so what I'm saying, I, I is think it would depend on the situation, depend on the career, right? I, I think it would depend on the situation, the career, uh, whatever someone uh, is pursuing, what type of business they're in, what type of economy they're in. I think the economy is going to struggle. 
tremendously over the next few years. I, I don't know exactly what's up ahead. I've heard the gloom and doom, the worst of it all. You know, well, uh, you always hear doom and gloom. Deep, deep dark depression, intensive misery. Um, and then from that to a tremendous amount of opportunity because it's going to open a tremendous amount of doors for people. People are going to be forced to get creative. They're going to be forced to get out from off the couch, off the video games, and go say, hey, what am I going to do to make sure I've got some groceries here? <laughs> because uh, um, And the cost of um, housing. And, I mean, we already have housing crisis throughout the country. In some places, it's a lot worse than others. But where are all the people going to go? Like you said, I mean, they're going to need a place to go. And if the cost of these places are higher, maybe you have more people living um, in a home together or they're living in smaller homes. You know, those tiny houses have become pretty popular. <laughs> Sad to say. But, I mean, if that's what you prefer, I don't mind the option. Maybe I'll just go up to Uncle Sam and be like, and lobby saying, hey, we need more government housing and we need more government cheese. Yeah, there there are many that do that. Well, I mean, I don't think it's. I think the government overspends, and that's one of the biggest problems. If you ask me, if you want to get into the politics of it, like they're struggling with a debt ceiling Mm -hmm. right now. Well, we're in May of twenty twenty three right now. By the way, they are they are not going to stop uh, increasing the debt ceiling. The government. It doesn't matter. This has been going on for 40 years, but even more, 50, 60 years. Yeah. Actually, it's been going on since um, early 1940s, late 30s. When the government starts spending money, it's nonstop. If you want to do something, imagine this. If you have an idea to go be creative, to go do something, and you can put your name on it or you can be a part of why this is getting done, why this building is getting built, why this dam is being built, why this uh, energy um, creation facility is being built, and you're going to spend the money to do it, or you can have access to the money to do it, and you think it's a great idea. Aren't you going to want to get that done? And that's exactly what the people in politics are going to do because they want to say, hey, that's what I did. I created this. I did it. And I've got unlimited resources to do it because I've got the power to print as much money as I need to get it done. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened. Yeah. It's just happened in too many ways. You know, and, and it's no different than, um, you know, uh, someone marrying a wealthy person and the one makes money and the other one doesn't. And the one gets a unlimited credit card. And one day the bill comes in and they're like, hey, the other one's like, hey. Why is there, uh, you know, $48,000 charged on this card? What did you buy for 40? Well, I needed some new jewelry. I needed, or whatever. Why is there $250,000 on this? I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think in our government, there's no, uh, there's little transparency and there's no accountability. There's no one to answer to. Isn't that strange? That, like, uh, the government keeps everybody else accountable. But when it comes to themselves, there's no checks and balances. Like, there's nobody auditing the spending and where all the finances are go. Like, they say they're supposed to, but is there really? Because we're not uh, privileged. The, the American people who are, are supposed to be the bosses. Yeah, don't lie on your taxes, buddy. Yeah. Like, uh, so we're accountable for ourselves, but where our money goes, it's not accountable for. As far as, I mean, that's what I see. They'd say, hey, percentages are here, 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 here. Like, uh, it just doesn't seem like there's accountability. And the more and more, as I get older and the more and more stories I hear, the more I realize like And in a time where our technology is great enough to where we could be transparent. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, we have AI technology, mm-hmm. which is scary in itself. That's a whole other subject, another topic, because we could talk about that and how that could be used. That could be used like a nuclear bomb. It's, it's, it's a terrible, it could be a terrible thing. It could be a great thing. Or it could be both. But it's probably going to be more terrible than great because people are terrible. I don't know. I don't know if it would be more terrible than great. I mean, whenever there's uh, new technology or new things, yeah, a lot of people um, talk about, like, it's like uh, when radio was first uh, created. Oh, it, it was evil. Like, like, how could you, like, send all this information out over the airways? And then TV, same thing. Like, oh, my goodness. The television. Yeah. And then also... 
did the same thing with newspaper. It was books, the whole nine. Um, like whenever you got, and then the internet, same thing. Like every new technology, and I look at it as whoever's in power, they're accustomed to that way of doing things. And when a new thing comes up, they get scared because they don't know one, they don't know either anything about it, or they know they don't have any control over it. So I look at it as good for the rest of us whenever there is more a new thing coming out because it's like the Wild West. Like there's a whole lot of capabilities of it affecting our lives in positive and or negative ways. At, at this point in our economy, Ben, I will just tell you this. I believe, and, and this is the hope that we have, that American people are resilient. And even if our, our banking system collapses, our government collapses, everything. We have, we have a lot of people here that do have talents and things. I think you, you mentioned something uh, the other day that, that made me think about it. Not, I don't remember exactly what it was, but we have a resilience in, in a people here that say, hey, you know, we'll just figure this thing out in a different way, and that's just what we're going to have to do. And it may get to that point. It, it may get to that point in a hurry. And it, it, in some ways it's sad to say. All, there's always going to be hurting people. There's always going to be people struggling. Mm-hmm. Maybe it opens some doors where they don't have to struggle anymore because you don't have so many people that have to answer to so many uh, rules, laws, regulations, and taxes won't mean anything. Hey, we, we just got to come together and survive. Well, everybody looks at their options and looks at their choices. And then I think everybody tries to work within those parameters and try to make the best decisions for them or what benefits them the most. So if it's the easy way or the hard way, they're going to look at what are my options? What can I do? And the thing is, it's, it's kind of like, uh, like either they only know this one or they only kind of know that one, or they realize they don't, they don't know that they have the skills and the capabilities of doing the other. So I think that's the nice thing about the internet is there's so many ideas out there and you can learn about so much more really easy, really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so as long as there's, there's always going to be motivated people, there's going to always be laid back people and everything in between. So as no matter where we go, there's going to be innovation. There is going to be people taking advantage of the system. There's, and there's going to be always hard workers too, people that aren't willing to give up and keep on. I think the key to what, what you're saying, what system they have taken, people have taken advantage of a system. There may not be a system to be taken advantage of though, because it won't matter. Like I was saying, if you get a thousand dollars a month and that's what you get, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, what if it's only worth five hundred now? What if it's only worth a hundred or fifty dollars? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you're going to still have somebody that goes to McDonald's and going to buy that happy, the, the value meal, quote unquote. And then you're going to always have somebody else who turns around and buys, with their money, they're going to buy seeds and they're going to plant them in their backyard. And then you're going to have another person that goes to the grocery store. And then you're going to have another person that's like, you know what, I'm going to ride my bicycle and go to the Amish community and see what I can get. So there's going to be everything in between. There's somebody else who's going to save it and go to their mom's house and eat. And, and live off their parents. Or they're going to go find a new boyfriend. Or they're going to find a new girlfriend. You know, there's always... Sugar mamas and sugar daddies are going to be in high demand. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to know the value that they have. You know? It's like a, it's like a, a story that I heard a long time ago. Somebody came, uh, flew into the United States, or flew back to the United States, and saw this old, unhealthy uh, man that looked old, unhealthy, fat, whatever, just nasty, but yet had a young, beautiful woman with him that wasn't his daughter. And uh, they're like, that's just, how you know economy is doing, like, doing well. Like, his, like the, the value, his value, he knows, yeah. she knows what his value was based on what, you know, he has. Based on his bank account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, or how much gold he had in the safe. One of the two. And I know I'm messing up this whole thing that I heard a long time ago. Or he just hit the lottery. I heard it some way where he just hit the lottery. Yeah. Imagine you hit the lottery. It's like $40 million. They take $20 million from taxes. And then you realize it's only worth like what $50,000 is right at this moment. You're like, what? <laughs> anyway. It's that extreme, but you never know. Yeah, that could happen in the future. You never know. It could. But who knows? And that's our money talk. That's on the Cheap Thought Podcast. Cheap Thought Podcast.
So a lot of people like uh, cardio exercise. Mm. Are you a cardio person at all? No. So what you're saying is you don't want to go out there and go do cardio. I like bike riding. So you're not going to go inside a box gym and uh, get on the um, on the treadmill? What about and, swimming? And is swimming considered cardio? And it's one of the best ones there is. I love swimming. All right, if let's you bring the mics closer. So if, you, if you like, I love swimming. Now, now, not necessarily doing laps. I just love playing around in the water. I will do some laps. I will swim. I just love to feel my body moving around in water. Yes. Some people hate it. I love it. I like doing Tai Chi in the water. Because I, I don't know if I, uh, if I saw on a, on a martial arts video, uh, or not a video, a movie, and they were doing moves. It might have, it, it was a martial arts movie. I don't remember. I'd have to do my homework to find out who. But they were actually like punching, blocking, uh, swinging, kicking. I do that. I like that. In the water. Yes. I've done that before. Because when I was a kid, I was a, a lifeguard. And so there's times where at the apartment complex, there was nobody there. And I was like, well, nobody's here. I'm going to jump in the water. I'm going to do laps. And then I'm going to just mess around. So what I would do is I'd be like, okay, how many times can I punch in the water? So I'd be like a crazy person, like just punching in the water, underneath the water, da, 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 as much as I could. And uh, it wasn't until I got older where I started working out. So I'm not, I do like cardio in a way. I don't like running. Uh, I don't think my knees are good for it anymore. I guess all that cross country when I was a kid in school wasn't very good for me. But uh, now when I think of cardio, either I'll get on the assault bike by Rogue or I'll get on my, um, uh, my rower. But other than that, I like to jump rope. I like to um, get on my, my heavy bag in my garage. So I'll, I'll bring it out. And then I'll, I'll just start hitting it, doing, usually I'll watch, um, I'll put on the TV, I'll go ahead and put a YouTube video on about boxing, and then uh, I'll just, I'll do the the heavy bag workout, and I'll just, like, I guess some people do uh, a lot of aerobic uh, videos, I'll just do that, or I'll just do yoga, I'll do, but for yoga, I do yoga for beginners, yeah. And then I'll just do that in the comfort of my own home. I'll do yoga when I lay down in bed at night, and then I'll do all my stretches. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when you Whatever get your stretch. sit up in? Except for the ones. Hey, I've noticed, though, when I start uh, you know, the, doing the touching my toes, just uh -huh. doing that once a day, uh -huh. I have a lot less back pain. Nice. But the pool, going back to the pool, is that like those exercises you're talking about, you're getting almost like the perfect resistance. You're not getting too much stress on your joints. And uh, to me, I think that's it's great. I love the water. I love being in the, the pool, a clean pool. I don't like just going in the ocean or lake. I, I will occasionally. I'm know. okay with the ocean. I just don't like to bathe that much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want I don't well, want to crap what, on corpus, but you don't know what washes up uh, in the bay. I don't know how much of the sewage goes in the I mean, I'll dip my bay. dip my big toe in there or something. Something. I'm just like, mm, it's either brown or it's green. I like blue water. <laughs> just saying. Well, when you retire uh, down in the Caribbean and it's blue everywhere, Ben, uh, you'll be fine. Just I don't think I'm going to retire run, in run the Caribbean. Run straight down there. I, I, I look at that as unattainable for this blue-collar person like myself. The truck, I think I'm gonna truck be, driver. I, I am a truck driver, so I look at it as I'm going to be truck driving until I can qualify for Social Security. Like, I really don't ever see myself being overly successful where I could just retire and have, you know, plenty of income. I don't. You have to envision those things if you want them to happen. That's what some people say. You we have could to have a vision. We could have a segment just for. Come on. I'm not one of those people. I'm we got to get it like, together. Okay. Uh, Ten I, more push-ups. The secret is, is I just gotta want it really bad. Ten more push-ups. I, I gotta just do ten more push-ups, and I'll, I'll have that great specific. Give it to you. You know, I don't see that happening. Like, hey, I'm an average guy. I'm an average blue, blue collar. I need ten push-ups right now. Right now. <laughs> Yes, Brent Sargent. But, I mean, yeah, you want to get – I listen to success um, – I don't know, what do you call it? Success audio sermons, whatever you want to call them, audio tapes, and from, from old, old stuff, talking about success and how to oh, achieve success. Oh, that's good success. stuff right there, the old good, stuff. The old stuff. Uh -huh. I, well, if it's new, like motivational speakers, depend – I mean – I may I may listen to Depends ten minutes. Which motivational speaker it is? Yeah, yeah. I may listen to ten minutes and say, ah, I don't, I don't want to hear any more of that. 
But some of the older stuff, I could listen to an hour and a half uh, podcast or an hour and a half. I don't know if they didn't have podcasts back then. I mean, stuff from the 60s, 70s, maybe mm-hmm. even predating that when they were recording. On an old cassette or Yeah, and, and, and they're talking about success and how to, um, how to become successful. Don't, you're not going to be any greater than what your mindset, the place you put your mindset. If you want to be, if you want to be something greater than what you are, what you have, put yourself there in your mind. But who, who doesn't want to be greater and who, who doesn't want to be uber successful? Like a, a, to, a Tony Robertson that, or is it Tony Robbins or Tony Robertson? Tony Robbins. My bad. Sorry. I sorry, sorry, Tony. I know you're never going to hear this, but it's okay. Uh, but uh, when I listen to him, I th- that motivational, that kind of speaker uh, speaks to me. Like I, when I hear him, I get it. Like I don't think he's full of BS. A lot of these other ones that I'll see, I'm just like woo-woo nonsense, or they're just like nobody. Well, I'll give you. I'm just like. Uh, let me give you an example. Give don't give me that. My BS rec- alarm goes off and like BS, BS. Th- these are studies they've actually done. A salesman. Salesmen have the, the potential of making the greatest income of any profession. Right. And um, if a salesman, this is what one of these guys was saying. If a salesman says, I'm going to make 50000 a year, mm-hmm. and that's what he has in his mind, then he's going to make 50000 So let's make it, it 100000 because, hey, 100000 is a pretty good salary in, in 2023. It's okay. decent. A little yeah, better. For us. If you yeah. said, hey, I'm going to make 100000 a year. This speaker says, hey, you're going to make 100000 a year. That's what you're going to make. Even if you have a year where you make 180000 uh-huh. the next year you're probably going to have a year where you make forty five, and you're going to average out this 100000 a year because it's in your mind that you're going to make 100000 a year. If you want to make 500000 a year, put it in your mind to make 500000 a year. But I think these studies are only given – are only taken by people that have achieved those goals. How many of these studies have no. all of them been losers and they've no. all tried no, no, the no. same as the winners? No, no. He gives he gives a personal example. I, I forget the name of this guy, but he gives a personal example. They cherry pick. That no. <laughs> there's a guy at a company. There's two guys at a company do the same job. One guy makes three times more than the other. They said, why does this guy make three times more than this other guy? And when they began to look at what they did, one loved their job, one loved what they did, one got creative with what they did, one created more uh, ways of creating that income, one became a more of a value to the company, the other one just came in and did their job, took their salary, and that was it. And uh, so it's a choice, it's a mindset on, uh, hey, am I capable is my mindset have the ability to achieve these goals, or am I going to set myself at a limit? Because when you put yourself at a limit, don't expect to get much more than that limit. And that's all there is. What we do, we're blue collar. Mm-hmm. We drive trucks. It didn't matter. If we were mechanics, how many cars can we work on in a day? How many things can we repair in a day? If we, um, if we work by the hour, uh, the oil field pays well. You can only work so many hours in a day. And that's where the creative thinking comes in. How am I going to make more? How am I going to do better? Most people don't do that, Ben. Most people are programmed with a set mind saying, I'm no better than what my salary says I am. Well, you're better than your salary says you are because if you say, hey, I can be creative and take what I have and do more with it and do better with it. And whether it's getting paid through the company you work for or creating a cash flow income elsewhere. I mean, uh, that's, that's all there is to it. Yeah, I think it's all about motivation. I think it's about do, going the extra mile, putting in more effort into it versus if you got one person that loves their job, they're going to do everything they can to do more. And then I think the person that doesn't love their job, they're going to take shortcuts or they're not going to be as efficient they're not going to be putting as much effort into it one thing i love about what we do in truck driving and i mean you can testify to this the characters of people and the different types of people that you meet in our business in truck driving 
I'm, I've met lawyers that have given up their practice to go drive trucks, and I don't know why. Just less stress. That's and what they thought. And also CEOs of other companies. They, they quit their job because they couldn't handle the stress anymore, and they're a truck driver. And yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if we can get one of those in here, I'm sure uh, anyone listening to our podcast would love to hear an interview yeah. with one of them. Or also a chef. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. You know, a chef. Uh, I met a guy who went through culinary school and w- – and used to be a chef. You see, culinary like, uh, arts don't pay well unless you own a restaurant or you're. I know, I know. If you're a wait oh, staff. Oh, you're just talking the about people staff. who used to make the money the and then staff. they came over. The wait staff. Yeah. Pretty good. Bartenders make pretty good. Bartenders. Money. They yeah. probably make more than the owners uh, often. Yeah. By, uh, what's that? By cook or by crook. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, and truck driving, I've met so many people, interesting people. And, and, hey, the business is open because of the demand in our business. It is open to anybody. If you can go, if you meet the physical requirements, we do have to pass a physical, and you can go pass the, the written test, and then you go pass the driving test, off you go. Well, I mean, if you can drive a car, most likely you can drive a truck. And, I don't know. Uh, I met quite a few people that didn't know how to drive a truck that were truck drivers. You're like, how, how did <laughs> How did you get your license? They'll say any company names. So, you know. Like, uh, which government official did you pay off? <laughs> yeah. yeah well, well, I mean, the demand is high. So, I mean, they're going to uh, take chances mm-hmm. uh, trying to get those people in there. But the thing is that I've seen with, with, with truck drivers, and I did this myself, especially when I was over the road, is that I could see things going on around the world. We, we have a lot of time to listen to podcasts like this one. We have a lot of time to to listen to so many things, and a lot of times just to drive and think. And I used to think, man, if I could go back to my town, my little town, um, and get a day, uh, start a business, or get a, a good uh, you know Monday through Friday, nine-to-five job, I, I could uh, work on politics. I could work on making changes in my, my city, maybe run for city council. Man, there's so many things I want to do. I want to improve everything around me. I want to do so many Things and then when I see how those things go, I I, I eventually did that. I said, well, "There's no way I'm going to pursue politics. I, I don't see myself in that." And, and just just what it brings. But I thought, man, there are many other ways you can be creative. And uh, I know we work a lot of hours, but just like us doing this podcast, we're doing something that is a hobby, something we enjoy doing. We enjoy talking. We enjoy telling people stories. We enjoy being informative, and we want to share that with an audience. And hey, we're we're putting it out there, and whether people want to listen to it or not, we're doing what we want to do. And um, you know, if if uh, we get paid to do it or, or not, we're enjoying that. And let me tell you, when you find something, you know, almost anything you you do in life, you can find a way to get paid for it, mm-hmm. especially if you're good at it. And uh, so. And no matter what there is, somebody is getting paid for something. Sure. Like, like people love to paint, but there's actually painters that get paid to paint. I don't think that's our drive in doing a podcast. I think uh, the, the, the main thing is that we enjoy doing it and we want to be informative and share stories with people. But hey, you know. And it also gives me an excuse to hang out with you for an hour and talk <laughs> and be able to pick you your got- brain because we're so different. <laughs> You and I. Oh, wow. Goodness. You know, we have different opinions on so many different things. You surprised me. We're quite like, you are so wrong about so many subjects. <laughs> we'll get to those, too. We, got, we have a kajillion more podcasts, and I'm going to let you uh, bring those things up for sure. But it, it, it'll be fun. I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. Yes. The challenges. Oh, yeah. The we're going to arm wrestle before the, for these uh, podcast things. Oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. we we got to start doing video for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait till it goes to video to do it. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so this last challenge was, uh, we already talked about that uh, it was no drinking yeah. um, for that week. And for this week, what we're going to do is give up candy. So we're going to try. Sweets, all sweets. So all, all sweets. sweets. Seven days. So if you if you drink coffee. No donuts. No pudding. Oh, we, no we pudding, were, no ice cream. I was just at Krispy Kreme. I've got a little bit of, uh, uh, of ice cream in the freezer near Polly. Uh-huh. I'm just going to have to let that go bad, or maybe it lasts another week. Seven days. I still have Krispy Kreme donuts at home. Oh. We just picked up a dozen. Well, I loved it when you go in, and they give you a fresh donut. You have I, family in town. Yeah, we, we were down in uh, McAllen, 
And so we oh. don't have a Krispy Kreme in Corpus Christi anymore. It'd be nice if they bring some one Some of the convenience stores carry Krispy Kreme. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not it's like not when you same. walk in and they give you a fresh one. Oh my I grew God. up on Those Shipley are the best donuts I and Shipley's the best, and that's not far from me. No, Shipley's not the best. I like Shipley. I grew up on Dunkin' Donuts, but I don't think they're the best. Dunkin', no, 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 no. But no, that's that fresh North one they give you from Krispy Kreme? No. <laughs> well, and also, if you go up further, they got those other donuts from, uh, uh, what's, what's, I can't believe I'm spacing on his name. He's a Canadian uh, 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 ice hockey player. Uh, what is, uh, Tim uh, Norton, is it Horton or Norton? Uh, Horton, yeah. It's like asking me something Norton. about soccer. Yeah, it, uh, Horton. Uh, it, it's a uh, it's a donut um, chain. Welch's. Is it? There used to be a Welch's. All right, My dad took me to Welch's. We had one in Irving, Texas. Nice, nice. But uh, yeah, but the donuts. I had a key lime pie donut. Oh, it was so good, and I still have one more well, now. What's the point? It's like some no, people. It. Some How about place. we change it? Can we not do sweets this week? I need to finish those donuts. What up. about the What about the places <laughs> you know what? that make the donut bun for the hamburger? Have you seen that? I never had that though. But it sounds good. It does sound. We it's have good. to travel and find that. Yeah. Or we just make it ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Let's have a barbecue. Get a donut. <laughs> yeah. Cut it in half. Yeah. Put the burger That's in. That's next there. week's challenge. You get with your neighbors. Go meet a neighbor you don't know. Or, you know what? One of these one of these uh, weeks, we're going to have like a, a weight gaining contest. We're going to see who can put on the most weight that week. I don't want <laughs> Only in America, right? Yeah. The, the land it's of not hard to do with Whataburger. <laughs> okay, this week we're going to see who can get a heart attack first. <laughs> oh, well, I man. might not be able to get the heart attack, but I can definitely get the stroke before you can. Wow. But, uh, okay, let's do no sweets this week. No sweets this week. Seven days, that's it. Seven days. You can have that's not six bad. and a half. If no. you make it six and a half, that's not bad. Yeah. No. No. We can do it. Some people love sweets for breakfast. Occasionally. I used to. My sister's like that. She's like, coffee and a... I used to be a hot chocolate and a, guy. And a Danish. I, I never... Well, Danishes are really good, but I used to get like a hot, uh, hot chocolate and a donut for breakfast. As a security guard, what do you expect? Who doesn't want to be cop? You're, wearing, you're trying to work your way through the system. I was on the way. I was working on it. Oh, yeah, I wanna, I'm going to go for three donuts this morning. That is fair. Shared the other three because, you know, it was on special. Ben, this is another uh, episode. Hey, but before we do that, um, I wanted to talk about uh, um, one thing that I remember that I haven't talked about here yet is uh, I remember when I was over the road and I was driving I remember seeing like cars start swerving um, around and I'm like, okay, slow it down a little bit. What's going on? And then, so I could see some things falling down from underneath this bridge. And so as I'm going underneath it, I see an 18 wheeler hanging by the trailer and the cab is right where the, the bridge like is hanging over the bridge. So I couldn't see it was when I was on this side of the bridge, but after I went past it, over the overpass i could see the whole truck in my in my uh in my mirror my side mirror i could see the whole thing hanging down from there so like uh, the guardrail caught the 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 last um um axle of the trailer and the whole 18 wheeler <laughs> was hanging from the bridge Whoa. and i just remember going over i'm like like what is you oh, know it looked like yeah <laughs> people were going around the debris that was falling down and then i and then i saw it and i was like oh, that could have fell on me because right. who knows and then you just started seeing but, the but cops like since you know you're safe like the first thought i would have is like i wonder what that driver was thinking <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like <"Wah!" laughs> yeah but luckily uh I, I saw the 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 sirens and uh not i didn't see the sirens i saw the lights and stuff so there were already cops on the way showing up on there so i didn't have to call Wow! Emergency services, but I saw them like actually coming up to the tr- uh, to the truck as they're there, and I'm like, "How are they going to pull that one off?" Wow! That looked like a challenge, and I was just like, "But to me, I'm like, wow! If I had a sunroof, how much at how that, much room between like the cab of his truck and the pavement?" Uh, it was a good still, like maybe thirty feet, maybe. Whoa! So it still had a drop. Whoa! It still had a drop. He's gonna die. He's like, you don't I'm gonna die in a minute. <laughs> Thirty foot. It looked, you know, a oh, truck alone is fifteen feet, had a and, it, and it had a lot more. Yeah. It could have been more than that. It could have been forty. I don't know. But I mean, he's hanging off from the trailer axle. Yeah, but it was pretty high up there. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I was just like, so it was the trailer extra. So you still had a good maybe 10 feet of the trailer that didn't come off because oh, I think okay, the, okay, okay, I think okay, it was, yeah, up, yeah. but it was still dangling off of there, which I was just like. And he's got. Whoa. Well, I, thirty foot is a high bridge. Yeah, a very but high bridge. you got to think the type. Of Most the, bridges are like twenty feet. But and so if he's dangling off, that's uh, it was at an angle, and then so the huge okay. arch and the arch above was at least like seventeen twenty feet, give oh, or take. Oh, 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 so oh. and then he like what when I went underneath, I didn't see him dangling until after I went but past. But he was it. dangling further. He was dangling, but I couldn't. But on when I was going underneath it, you couldn't see him yet. Yeah. So as soon yeah. as I went past and I saw in the mirror that I could see him dangling from it. So it was a pretty big, wow. like a pretty big overpass. And he was just hanging, he was just hanging diagonally. <laughs> it looks scary. I was just like, whoa. Well, if he fell asleep at the wheel, fatigue driving is. Um, I think I think more, more than anything else. Driving, but uh, I, I, if he if more than anything else, he swerved. Who knows? Or no, 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 not a deer because it was. This was the northeast, so like there's, uh, there's deer in the northeast. Basically. Yeah, but not on a bridge. An elk? I you never know. I don't think so. Hey, I heard a story. Like a trucker told me once. He said he said he was up in Maine or somewhere way up there. He said uh, it wasn't him, but he. It's just an old trucker story. Okay. He said this guy hit a bull moose. Wow. And the bull moose just looked at him, shook his head, when back off in the forest. I could imagine. It was like looking at him like, you get out of that truck, I'm going to I'm gonna ram you with this rack I got. Dude, that reminds me <laughs> of when I was in uh, New Mexico and I was going through this little town. So I stopped at the stop sign and as I was going, like uh, everybody was, um, like there was a school bus in front of me. And then, so after he went, I could, uh, it was just a two-way. And uh, in the road, there was a, uh, a bull uh, elk. And the elk was, he started going from the side of the, uh, from the shoulder, walked onto the, the road. And as I'm driving, I'm in, you know, 18 wheeler. I'm pretty high up. He starts walking up to me and he's like, literally like, I'm hoping like, I'm like going like maybe one or two miles per hour. I started like, I, I didn't want to hit the guy. Um, and he stayed, he didn't cross, but he, and he just stood still. So I, I was like, well, I'm going to pass. I'm going to keep on driving. I'm not going to just stop here and keep my trailer in the intersection but this elk was eye level with me his eyes were at the same level as my eyes wow he was huge his Ugh. rack was humongous i just couldn't believe that this elk was eye level with me and he was maybe less than three feet away and he, and he looked at me and i'm making like okay just imagine he's about the same distances between me and you yeah. and we're making eye contact uh. Like hey, he's looking at me in my eyes. What's I'm up, looking buddy? at him in his eyes yeah. and I'm thinking, you look delicious, <laughs> but I'm go. thinking he could kill me. Like he could just go put his antler through my little window. <laughs> so you're, pa- you're just passing. I'm just passing. Oh. Just like, okay. Like you're the, oh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah, nobody yeah. else can see us, <laughs> but that's about where he was, yeah, where yeah, you're yeah. at right now. And yeah. this is where I am. And I'm just making, on, I'm like, I'm like this looking at him the whole way. And I'm just like, it was just amazing, like how we're eye level now. If there's writers for another uh, like vacation movie, uh-huh. that's a scene. It was. It, it was unreal. It was so surreal. It yeah, was just like. That's funny. And it never happened. Now, I've seen him and his family before, you know, uh, the other elk, but it, they were never on the road. They were always on the grass down. Like it was never that close right next to me. I was just in awe because when I got down from my truck and I look up to, you know, or you see another driver and you walk up to his truck and he's up there. Imagine how tall he is. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Whoa. Uh. It was just like. It's majestic. It, it was majestic. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. They were. They're, they're majestic creatures. And I had so much awe and so much reverence for him because I'm like, his head was huge. Like this guy looked like a monster, but he looked beautiful that's that's one thing one thing like i don't miss over the road truck driving but one thing when i first got into over the road i traveled all over 48 states Uh and i would go to a a family reunion i would have stories you know and and they'd be like oh what'd you see what'd you do and and they all wanted to hear like because they didn't because you know people tell stories about their vacation to florida went to california went to mexico i'm on you're on a constant 
vacation or I mean that's the way I had to view it I guess <laughs> I don't look at truck driving as well no no especially but, being hazmat drivers now my first year I'm all over the country I've mm-hmm. never been there mm-hmm. and I'm going wow I've got stories for everything I didn't see it that way for a while yeah I mean afterwards after you know a year or two but I had all these stories and everyone wanted to hear trucker stories and that's what um, we're gonna have for a podcast for a lifetime, just about with there this. you go. Now I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, my family w- would be like, "Hey, uh, so you've been driving a truck? What'd you do?" Well, I was in Washington State one week. I was in I was in New Hampshire. I was in New York. I was went down to Florida. Went over to Georgia. Picked up a load in Florida. Took it to California. Ran up to Washington State. Ran back down to Oregon. Picked up a load. Went over to New Jersey. You know, went over to Illinois. Whatever. You know, you you. you you could tell that, but then you have all this time between and all these things that you've seen, just like that story. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's amazing for a little bit. <laughs> and then you realize I live in the back of a box from truck stop to truck stop, you know? The size of a cell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt truck- like I was in prison. Trucker <laughs> prison. Wow. Well, Ben. So we, you got anything else, man? I just want to say what a privilege it is again to sit down and talk to you. Thanks. I'm very Thanks. grateful for I, this. I, I'm so flattered. Yes. It's the Cheap Thought Podcast. How do you get in touch with us, Ben? Go to cheapthought2023 at gmail.com. Cheapthought2023 Brent would love to hear from me. I'd love to hear from you, but Ben reads all I the emails and he never tells me what everyone says. And I'm like, come on, Ben. What are they saying about us? <laughs> And I'm like, well, we got a lot of haters. Or I don't say haters. I want to say you don't ever lot, tell me anything. We have haters. A lot of people. What are you talking that about? Have constructive what? criticism I, for you. All I want to hear is the love and the big hearts. That's what I'm waiting Come for. On, love, baby, love. Baby. Wait for the, 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 the big hearts and the, the big pictures you guys got to send to Brent. <laughs> the cheap thought podcast. We love it. Uh, thanks for listening. Give us your cheap thoughts. <laughs>